Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. I'm about to say six words that I didn't think I would ever say as a media member focusing on BYU. I'm athletics. glad we're recording this. Okay, six words. Senior night in Provo against Oklahoma. How do you factor in Oklahoma now to a senior night scenario in year one and what is already going to be an incredibly emotional night for BYU? It's really going to take some time for for Cougar Nation to wrap their arms around this one uh, because the knock on independence was we can't get anybody in Provo in November, especially late November. Um, And now comes uh, one of the most storied programs in the country. Um, You know, and, and they're still trying to adapt to their new coach and new style after Lincoln Riley left for the USC job. And um, if, if they're coming into Provo thinking this is going to be a cakewalk because BYU's new into the league, uh, they'll be in for a surprise, as will Iowa State. But um, this is why, this is the game in Provo. This is why BYU and Tom Homo long to become a P5, long to get into a Power uh, 5 conference for these kinds of things that have never happened before at BYU. And now we see the Sooners are coming to town. OU BYU, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain. They thought it was going to be senior night. Nope, it's senior day. It's senior morning for uh, OU and BYU. What are we about to run into, by the way, fan-wise? How how are we going to get treated out there? Because it's one thing getting yelled and screamed at by a bunch of drunk idiots but if they're mean and they're cutting deep, it's a little bit different when all their fans out there are sober. I, I just wonder what kind of atmosphere we're walking into here. Well, I mean, of course we know they give the, the brownies and ice cream to the visiting fans, so that seems like maybe that's a, uh, maybe that's a false front. Maybe that's a, hey, we're going to give them this, but we're going to call them losers while we do it. Um, but I don't know. I feel like maybe early in the season, maybe it's a lot like Central Florida, Tyler. Maybe maybe they, they talk a big game, they think they're going to run stuff, all this, and then they get beaten to, into submission, and they think, oh, you know, there's really not an upside in us talking a lot of trash right now. Maybe that's what we get out of BYU, Tyler, is, look, season hasn't gone how they had hoped. <clears throat> I know even in the preseason you and I talked about this being one of our three toughest games, or maybe even four toughest games, if you will. And it doesn't seem like it better not be. I'll put it that way. Um, but but that's the thing. I think maybe they've softened up a bit uh, from maybe how they thought about it in preseason. Even you could hear it in his voice. Bring it on. This isn't going to be some cakewalk. You know, like, oh, well, you know, I, I would like to maybe hear him. Maybe he's going to be on. I'm not sure if he was on with Toby this week or not or anything like that. Or, But, but that's the thing. It's I, I think maybe they've softened up. I just – I don't think that they're going to be mean at all. I think it would be weird if they were. Well, it's it's going to be too early for them to be mean because uh, this fan base, this fan base right here, this fan base is trained for the early morning kickoffs. I don't know if that other fan base is, man. 
I, I don't. I don't think they're ready. They can't have coffee. They're not going to be woken I up. I think they'll be sleepwalking into Lavelle Edwards Stadium at 10 a.m. OU's going to have seven regular season 11 a.m. games. So this fan base is built for the early start. So this is no big deal. And it, it, like you, you almost would always rather play on the road at 11 a.m. because most times it takes the crowd out of it. But yeah, oh, man, sure. even more so with BYU, they are not used to playing this early. They're used to playing at like 8.15 local time. So OU will be just fine, even with the 10 a.m. local start. BYU, if it affects anyone, it's going to affect them in this game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm 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 fully on board with your hey road games at eleven. Road games at eleven. Yeah. Got to get up. You know, do radio a little early. Radio at night actually isn't that bad. You do it in the afternoon, and then you've got the night. But Tyler, what I like about it, not only the the road environment is usually a little bit sleepier uh, with the home crowd, but I really like taking care of business in the morning, so you can talk trash at night. Well, because nothing is worse. Nothing is worse than. You know, having a night game, you've been tailgating all day, maybe a couple of your rivals lose, and you go in there, and then you lose, and then you feel like an idiot the rest of the day. I like getting in there, you know, getting a win under your belt so you can watch the rest of the game, see how it unfolds, and you're already in the clubhouse after you just shot a good score. Especially this Saturday, right? Like This is yeah. a, this is actually a good Saturday to have an early game and get it out of the way, get your win, because... If you did, if this was a night game at BYU, you'd be watching this one, but you'd also be scoreboard watching quite a bit. Um, you don't have to do that. You, you watch your game, and then you watch Oklahoma State at Houston. I think it's at three. Texas at Iowa State at night. KU um, playing Kansas State. This is a it's a perfect spot for an early game because you need some things to happen, and you can sit around the rest of the day and hope that they do happen. That's so pretty good spot, man. Yeah, great spot to be in. Um, good point by Captain Willard. Like we're, we're saying, how generous and nice they are, handing out brownies and ice cream and all that. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, what, what's in those brownies? What's in the ice cream that they're giving out? You know, Captain Willard says chocolate has caffeine in it, fellas. If they give you chocolate, don't eat it. It's X lax. Well, if uh, if you go east, uh, the, the the brownies might have something else in them. So <laughs> yes. maybe just OU fans just avoid brownies. <laughs> East, on this, south, on this trip. really every direction from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're going to have uh, Just avoid the brownies. There. Avoid the brownies, everybody. Just wait till you get home. Make your own. Chapstick says BYU will be the epitome of cheer for your team, not against the other team. Yeah, I, I think uh, for all of you going out there, uh, they'll, they'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure they'll be nice. Dallas Bill says our fans showing up to the stadium this Saturday will be in a bad mood when they hit the concession stands and order a cold one, and they are served a nice cold root beer. I think most people know by now what they're walking into, but Dallas, Bill, you could be right. There's a difference of like the realization of it when Saturday hits, especially if that OU club of Utah Friday night gets crazy out there at Salt Lake. Well, I think, I think there's going to be a lot of people that just show up, and maybe they're not you know, all the way tuned in to either KREF or maybe they're not on social media, things like that, that maybe just go through the university's email list and say, okay, cool, I'm going to go to these away games, and they'll show up and they'll be caught off guard, absolutely. Because it's, like, it's, it's not like when you walk into the stadium, I imagine, they're going to be like, all right, welcome to BYU, you heathens, you drinkers. We don't do that kind of stuff here. I think it's pretty much going to be normal. You're going to have to wait until you get in line to realize 
No beers. Yeah. Gunny, uh, by the way, just confirming what we already knew. He loves him some brownies. I love me some brownies, fellas, says Gunny. Thank you. Good to hear Isn't from Isn't Gunny you. having a kid in the next, like, like day or two. hours? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, Miss Aura Norman, BYU needs to thank us. If we weren't leaving the conference, there's no guarantee they'd be in the Big 12 now. It's a good point. They should be thanking us. They should be. They should be giving us seconds, multiple rounds of brownies and ice cream on, on Saturday. We changed Tyler, you their program. What, you know what uh, opposing fan bases absolutely love to hear from Oklahoma fans? You should be thanking us. <laughs> they really, they really like that. They're, they, they, they often yeah. agree. Yeah, they often agree. Well. They often, they often say, you know what? You're right, OU fans. Thank you, thank you for for putting us in this scenario. So, uh, OU fans, go ahead and try that when you're uh, out there. Well, uh, BYU fans, better get ready because uh, there's a man coming to town this weekend with the tag on social media of Papa Top. And Steve Stutzman himself will be joining us next segment. So can't wait to talk to Steve. It's been a few weeks since we uh, talked to Steve Stutzman. Yeah. We'll see uh, what he has to say about the team and the, the trip this weekend and everything else. But, look, OU's a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I, I recognize how they've played on the road this year. It hasn't been great in conference. Um, two losses, a close call at Cincinnati. It feels like this team is back trending in the right direction after the West Virginia game, but... This really is a game, man, and you said it earlier. I agree with it. Don't let Oklahoma beat Oklahoma. This is a game. You're more talented than BYU. You're in better shape right now than BYU. They look like they're really worn down from what their head coach called the toughest schedule in BYU history. This is about you taking care of business and replicating what you did offensively this past week. Like This is, this is very much a OU needs to take care of OU type of Saturday. Yeah, business. Just business. Line up, block, tackle, run the ball, get out, get 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 a conference win on the road in the last two weeks of the season, and then get prepared really for a short week, right? I mean, you've got TCU coming to town, and it's a Friday morning game, Black Friday after a holiday. Get out there, take care of business, and then start uh, prepping for and, and look good uh, doing Texas it. Christian. Look good doing it, right? I mean, because yeah. we talk so much in the offseason about momentum heading into the SEC. They need momentum heading into the SEC. Well, you're in great shape right now for a 10-win season, and we'll see how the Big 12 race breaks down. However it breaks down, Travis, you've got a chance for at least 11 wins this year. Start playing. Like, let's go into the offseason saying, all right, well, some good things happen, some bad losses happen on the way, but you know what? This team really looked like the best version of itself in the final four or five games of the season. That's that's what that's how I want to feel going into the offseason, regardless of what happens in the Big 12 title race. Yeah, I mean, we kind of last year, you remember in postgame show after the Cheez-It Bowl, we felt like, okay, this is a good sign. We played without a lot of our starters. You know, we played against a really good Florida State team, and we held our own. We should have won the game. And you kind of had that springboard after really falling off at the at the back end of last season due to really some bad depth. Well, now think of how this changes how you feel about the season if you continue to stack good performances on your way out the door. Say you miss the conference championship game, but you, you, you win this game. You beat TCU, and you look good doing it, and then you win a bowl game. Tyler, the mood in the offseason is completely different. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what you got to hope for. Just just look like you're playing your best ball uh kind of t- to end the season here and 
you should convincingly beat BYU and TCU. You you, you just should. You're better. Um, so let that be let that be a reality and get to ten and two and see what happens. But what has to happen, and we joked about it earlier, but it's actually serious. What do you need to root for, OU fans? What do you need to root for this weekend? Well, we have great news on that front. All you need to do this Saturday is the exact same thing you've been doing your entire life, which is A, root for your team to win the football game. B, root against Texas and Oklahoma State. That's what you got to do. You don't have to do anything different. You don't have to be slimy and say, oh, God, I can't stand Texas, but it's best for OU if they win this game. No, 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 no. Root against Texas, root against Oklahoma State, and hope OU wins and looks impressive on Saturday. That's it. That's as simple as it can be, Travis. It's what you got. That's what you need. Yeah, been training for this your whole life. Training it for it your whole life, and now here in a championship November, that's what you need to happen. Texas to lose once, Oklahoma State. Well, really, Texas to lose to Iowa State this weekend. Oklahoma State to lose to either uh, BYU or Houston. Their uh, final two games. All right, let's talk to uh, Steve Stutzman. Coming up next, that'll be a lot of fun. Haven't caught up with him in a few weeks. We'll talk to Steve coming up next. We'll talk OU football with him right here on The Ref. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. Take a walk on the wild side with Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. This bacon cheeseburger adds southern flair to a classic. Featuring Brahms' pimento cheese piled high on a juicy hamburger patty with jalapenos and crispy hickory smoked bacon. Throw in a slice of American cheese to melt everything together for dreamy, cheesy goodness in every bite. Stop wasting time and go get Brahms' new spicy pimento bacon cheeseburger. Nothing's better than Brahms'. Apache Casino Hotel is bringing back Cash Dash. Earn entries all month long by simply playing your favorite slot machine. Hourly drawings will be held Friday and Saturday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight for $1,000 cash. Make a dash for any unclaimed cash at 12.30 a.m. and you could walk away with $7,000. So make a dash for the cash at Apache Casino Hotel, where you always win the most. See Players Club for full details. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Newton Ryan's trip to Thailand netted us the most beautiful selection of gemstones. We have already created some stunning pieces, but still have gems just waiting for you to choose your own one-of-a-kind design. Come in now to make sure Santa knows exactly what you want. Sapphires, rubies, tanzanite, amethyst, topaz, and more. There's something for every budget with matching sets starting at just $20. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Life can change in an instant, and when it does, you need someone in your corner. Every year, countless Oklahomans suffer the devastating consequences of auto accidents, medical malpractice, and nursing home neglect. For over 25 years, the law firm of Glass & Tabor has tirelessly fought for the rights of our clients. We have obtained some of the biggest settlements and jury verdicts in Oklahoma. Our experienced attorneys can maximize the value of your injury claim. 
Visit GlassTaborLaw.com for a free consultation now. Wade Electric has been a family-owned Norman area electrical contractor for over 50 years, and they treat their customers just like family. When it comes to your home or business, call Aaron and Brett for a free estimate to assess your situation and determine the best solution to suit your needs. They specialize in service upgrades, exterior and accent lighting, power automation and controls, outbuilding wiring, LED conversions, and more. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for all your electric needs. Hey y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family, but in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. When the game is on the line, you need a team that you can count on. When injuries occur, you can count on the one team that knows sports medicine. Norman Regional's Ortho Central is your premier team of orthopedic specialists. With five highly trained orthopedic surgeons, three fellowship trained sports medicine physicians, and locations in Norman, Newcastle, and Midwest City, we'll work hard to get you back in the game. Ortho Central, number one in sports medicine and orthopedic care. Call 405-360-6764 and schedule an appointment today. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Travis is hanging out at Andy B's in Tulsa. Location is now open in OKC. Go check out both locations if you're in the OKC metro area or up in Tulsa. But for now, excited uh, whenever we get to talk to Steve Stutzman. Travis, sometimes it's during our normal weekday slot. Sometimes it's after a game on the road. But we always love talking to Steve. And it's been a few weeks since uh, we've been able to catch up with him. So, Steve, uh, first, how you been, man? And and second, how do you uh, feel like this defense has been playing the, the past few weeks? First of all, let me say uh, Tyler and Travis, TNT, Dynamite. It's good to hear from you boys. Uh, I have been on a little uh, social media media diet the last couple of weeks. Um, just uh, just just kind of taking a little hiatus with uh, Danny being you know being hurt and uh, losing a few games. It kind of went to a Went to a little meditation, but I'm back. I'm back. Good deal. We love that you're back. back. It probably felt nice to be off social media for a while, didn't it? It did. It really did. It really did. It, it, it felt really nice, but I did miss it. So uh, I'm glad you guys took my call. Hey, it's just going to be a great uh, – uh, I like I like where we're at right now as far as the way the team's playing. So, you know, we'll go up to Provo, and, and uh, I'm sure they're going to grow the grass just a little bit taller. And um, you know, be a little chilly, but uh, I think we're, the boys are going to be ready. You know, we're used to playing those ten, eleven o'clock games, man. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are the ones that are battle trained uh, for these early games. Our fans, our players, everything like that. So again, appreciate you hopping on here with us. You said he took a little hiatus. Uh, how good did it feel? I mean, I know it's kind of a you know kind of an easy answer, I suppose. But how good did it feel? to have Danny back out there. I mean, just seeing him out there making big plays, obviously having fun. He led the team in tackles with eight. He led the team in tackles for a loss with two. And with him out there, I just, it's not a coincidence that you get him back and all of a sudden you hold West Virginia to one of their worst offensive games of the year. 
You get a couple interceptions. I mean, he really runs that defense out there. So what was it like seeing him back out there after him missing the last two game and a half? Uh, you know what? He, uh, you know, just talking to him, we talked, you know, at least every day. And we just, you know, he was doing everything he can do possibly to play against OSU. And, it was, you know, it, it just really killed him that he couldn't get back out there. But, you know, he tried, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he put the the young guys in a good position. I think they played well. I think uh, that core linebacking core played well, and uh, it's it's always good to, to get the leaders back. And he's he was chomping the bit. You know, he's not a hundred. He wasn't a hundred percent. But uh, you know, he you know it's, once you get the adrenaline going, man, some of that stuff just isn't. Uh, you know, you don't feel any pain at that point. Steve Stutzman is our guest, and and this was the case before. Uh, Danny got hurt at Kansas, but you know he didn't play in the Oklahoma State game. Kip Lewis started, and he was he was awesome. And then Kip and Danny both started against West Virginia this past week. K- Kip Lewis just looks like he's a he's a future superstar, man. What do you really like about his game, and what do you think he's done well this year? Well, I mean, Kip picked up a lot of good stuff, and when you know the the key to that position is playing downhill and, and not thinking too much. And, and when you do that, you, when you're a step slow, you're beat. Uh, so when you're able to recognize, you know, read and recognize and, and know, your, you know what your responsibility is and, and go make plays, it just makes, you know, makes all the difference. And that's what, you know, that's what you see. And uh, it's, it's, it's good to see the, you know, the young guys coming up. Just a gift. You know, we say young, but, you know, he's been, he's been there for a couple of years now. And, uh, you know, Kobe and Jaron, I mean, it's a, it's a good group, man. It's, it's, it's uh it's so nice to have that guys, uh, you know, to rely on, knowing that you don't have to somehow, you know, try to finish a game and, and maybe not give your all. You know, when you don't have when you don't have any depth, and that group is probably one of the strongest, uh, you know, strongest units out there right now. Yeah, and and you know, you talk about the linebacker unit, of course, and mention Jaron. So, Jaron. Gets, uh, you know, gets kind of moved out of the starting lineup with, with Kip Lewis getting more snaps as he's kind of come on. Obviously, uh, you know, Danny moving, you know, the position to have Kip come in. But Jaron is on the sideline a little bit, and then he comes in and has a great second half. I mean, five tackles, has the one-and-a-half tackles for loss. I mean, you played, obviously. Do you think there is some value in just a, you know, a guy just sitting out, kind of watching it a little bit, and then saying, "Okay, cool," kind of getting up to game speed, and then getting into that second half and showing out like Jaron did? Hey, look, I'll be the first to say that if there was, if there was some really, you know, the depth that we had this year, it is to say that Danny wouldn't be in that same position uh, last year, you know, with the growing planes he had. So, so for for Jaron to, to to have a step back and then just go in and just and his ears back, his, his ears back is, is huge, you know, because sometimes you overthink and, 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 you know, just say, you know what, I, I just, just, just see ball, get ball, at some, you know, some point. And, uh, or, you know, know my gap, see the gap, hit the gap. I mean, it's, 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 sometimes you boil it down to that simple, you know, we just keep it to the, uh, you know, you know, back when I was playing, we call it the kiss method, keep it simple, stupid. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's, you know, that's what it is. Steve, this happened during your social media hiatus, but the text line was really, really angry uh, about this for for a few days, and it's when Danny wasn't named a semifinalist for the Buckus Award, and I don't know if anyone in the media asked him about it, and 
I'm sure that he would say, you know, individual awards are, are not a big deal. It's about the team. But but were you disappointed at all that he wasn't named a semifinalist after the year he's had? Like, how, how did you how did you feel about that? Uh, I think I, I I'm the I, I saw it when it came out, and absolutely I was disappointed uh, because I know how hard he's worked, and and compared to that group that's there, I mean, you can look at him, you know, just line by line, stat by stat line, it's he's right there. And I, you know, I was probably the first one to call him and let him know. And, and, uh, you know, he, to say that he wasn't disappointed, come on, we're all, we're all human because he's worked a lot. Uh, but, you know, he doesn't do this for the awards. He does it for, you know, his teammates and his coaches and his family. And, um, and he just keeps, it just, it just, it's burn, it just keeps him burning. You know, that's just, uh, just something else that, uh, just keeps his fire lit. Now, uh, you know, turning ahead, looking ahead to uh, BYU uh, this weekend. Uh, have you uh, have you spent a lot of time in Utah? You know much about BYU. You know uh, much about the area at all. What are you looking forward to most about the trip? Well, the fact that I'm going today, I'm uh, going tomorrow, should tell you a lot because I know it's you know if you can't serve coffee at the game, uh, and you know coffee's not one of my favorite beverages. I'm going a day early just to kind of get that figured out and, uh, you know, make sure that where I'm staying is uh, the cupboards are, you know, are stocked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i just say that. But, uh, no, Utah's nice. It's a beautiful place. Uh, it's going to be different. And, uh, you know, it, it, we're, that's why I'm going a day early. I want to, you know, want to soak it in. Other than, you know, doing flybys uh, over the years, just kind of staying in Salt Lake and leaving. I haven't really spent a lot of time there. So I'd like to uh, – been an extra day there, and and uh, I'm sure it's you know it's I'm sure there's great people and it's, it's beautiful, so uh, it'll be nice. Well, and, and guess what? It's not going to be that in you know, 50s, 40s, and 50s isn't that bad. No, it, yeah, it'll, it'll be all right. And I don't know what your plans are after the game, but you know, Travis and I will be in, be doing a post game show. Um, there are a couple of places, and just a couple of places in Provo that do serve alcohol. We'll be at one of them at Wingers. So you know the drill, well, man. You find us after the well, game, we'll know, give you well, a headset. <laughs> well, if, if you're giving me an invitation, uh, Charlie, I'll be there. You know me. All right. All right. And especially if that's one of the one spots, and I'm in. I'm all in. I'm in. We got him, Travis. No we got a post-game guest is what it sounds like. Got him. Locked him in. Absolutely. Lock him in. Lock him. Rack him. Tyler, you're going to win recruiter of the uh, recruiter of the month. You uh, lock in uh, Papa Top for the post-game show. Yeah, it'll be like the uh, third time this year that, uh, that we've done that. And, and, and it's funny – that that's brought up, Steve, because I think the last time I got to talk to you on air was the Friday before OU Texas, and we yeah. talked uh, yeah. we talked yeah. on the air about the potential of, hey man, like Danny knows this, you and him had talked about it. If you do something big in this game, you're going to be remembered forever for it. Like you can become even yeah. more of a legend. Well, that happens. I mean, the exact situation that we were talking well, about you, it happened, you know and I was on a T-shirt, man. It happened, but it's funny because it happened behind the scenes, and and yeah, we, it happened, and we didn't even know it happened. <laughs> How funny is that? You know, we didn't know the the next uh, Wednesday of that game. You know, that's crazy. So how, how's that whole ride been? I guess like people everywhere on Saturday wearing T-shirts of the quote. Like how much how, how much fun has that been over the course of the past what I guess month or uh, so? It's, it's been cool, man. I don't know if you know this, but there's a bar down in Norman called Sideline. They actually painted that mural up on their wall, oh, that's on cool. the brick wall, and uh, it's it's cool, man. It's surreal, and 
you know, he, he just takes it in stride, you know, as you should. I mean, you're in college and you're having college football and, and that and college life is the time of your life. So, you know, I think Teddy, I think I heard Teddy say it yesterday. If you could play college football forever, why wouldn't you? You know, so uh, it's crazy, man. It's, just, it's, it's a good time right now. Yeah, well, and it, it's funny you bring that up because, uh, you know, I ran into you guys that night uh, after you gone and seen the mural, you know, smoking yep. a cigar, right? Well, with that, like, a, a lot of people, you know, after the big games, they smoke the cigar. Is Danny a big cigar guy? Are you a big cigar guy? I don't think I've ever seen you smoking one. So is that something that you guys do together, or was this like a situation where Danny was like, all right, I'm, I'm here for the pictures on this thing, but, uh, yeah, I can't wait to brush my teeth. I'm gonna I'm gonna take an excerpt uh, excerpt from uh, Will Smith. I I, I bite it. I, I don't light it, uh, and uh, and uh, we'll leave it at that. No, I'm not a big cigar. Danny's not either. But uh, in that moment, you know, why not? Yeah. Hey. Um. Now, nah, much better performance from this team this last week. And last question for me. I I like the way that the run game is progressing. Well, what did you just think about the offense last week, especially the way the run game has been looking with Tawie and Gavin Sawchuk? Uh, wow, you know, it, you know, we saw what Gavin can do. You know, we've been waiting for that, you know, since uh, you know the Cheez-Its Bowl, and you know, we know it's there. And he, he hasn't been healthy, and now you're seeing a healthy Salchuk. You know what Tawie can do, uh, and we, you know, just, we're just—I mean, that that backfield's blessed, man. They have some guys, man, and uh, it's good to see what uh, how patient uh, Salchuk is, and then when he hits it, he hits it with a burst. And Tawie, I mean. Uh, Danny told me, he's like, man, that is the one guy that he hates to tackle in practice. He is a human bowling ball. And when he's healthy, dude, I mean, he, it's hard to, he's hard to bring down, man. So it, it's going to be tough for them on Saturday. I mean, uh, they can say what they want, but, uh, you know, OU's going in with some confidence. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's amazing the confidence you can gain in in just one week, right? Especially getting some guys back healthy. So you were uh, you were a tight end back in your day. So uh, I want to ask you what you thought of Austin Stogner finally having his best game of the year. He had those four catches, sixty nine yards with a touchdown. I mean, some really really big time plays. At, at times in this offense, you kind of it's like ah, you know, Austin seems like he's been used to block a lot, not really getting a lot of looks. This was finally the game where I'm like, oh my gosh. Look, it felt like Stogner had 200 yards. Well, so you guys, you, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I think you do. You know, Austin's dad and I were teammates at Baylor. So his dad was uh, two years older than me, and, and he was in the tight end room when I was there. And uh, we've been friends ever since, you know, back then. So we talked before the game, and we talked before many games. And, like, man, he's, he's right there, and he's doing everything. You know, it's just if we can just get him involved and – it was awesome. I felt uh, I really uh, was really happy for the family, and uh, you know, and and look, Austin. You know, Austin. You know, I think it's 2019. You know, you know, it's just uh, that's what you get, man. That's what he can do. So, and that brings a whole dynamic to how the defense, uh, you know, looks at you know at OU. Now you got to account for Austin. Before they're like, ah, he's going to block, but no. No, no, you know, now he, he could be, you know, you, you can't do that. So that's, that's going to be huge going forward. Steve, you're the best, man. Safe travels out there, and we'll catch up at uh, some point, get a headset for you. Tyler, Travis, appreciate Hey, you guys have a safe trip, man, and, uh, you know, we'll get one of those uh, cougar, what do they, what do they call them? Cougar tail, yeah. Cougar tail, we'll get a cougar <laughs> tail, and uh, 
<laughs> rock and roll. Hey, you guys have safe travels, and uh, we'll catch up to you after the game. Yeah, you bet, man. See ya. There is uh, See Steve Stutzman. He's he's the best, man. Friend of the show, friend of the station, friend of Sooner Nation. He's uh, he's a friend of everyone. He's great. Uh, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More OU football next. Right Pop and roofing. Go Sooners. It is the Rush on the Ref, the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, bringing you the final hour of the Rush. Travis is at Andy B's in Tulsa. What's up at Andy B's? Man, I got uh, we got a line literally of people uh, getting their lanes going right now. So nice little uh, evening putting together here at Andy B's, uh, um, right off eighty first there, and. Uh, Maybe they're here booking holiday parties. That could be the case. I know that they're booking a ton of them. All you got to do is go to bullandybees.com backslash Tulsa. Book those holiday events. Uh, the weather's starting to turn. You know, people are putting their Christmas trees up. It's time to book those parties. Of course, after 7 or starting at 7, they'll have their service industry night. So if you work in the service industry, come out. 7 p.m. to close. Only $7 gets you unlimited bowling, and you got all the food and drink specials there, of course. Did you see the uh, the video clip or hear the audio clip of the Iowa State offensive lineman trying to trash talk uh, Texas, and then OU got drug into it too? Did you hear that one? Yeah, how dumb. Like, it's 2023. Why are we still doing this, people? Uh, in case you missed it, here it is. Iowa State's offensive lineman talking trash about Texas, and then OU's brought in. You know, it's just, you know, ever since I got here, it was Iowa and Texas. That was kind of the thing, and, uh, you know, the horns down all the time and whatnot. But it's just, you know, that program, much like Oklahoma, you know, they get all the big five-star recruits. They have all the nicest stuff in the world, and they just, they just think they're uh, – you know, they don't stink uh, in layman's terms, but, uh, you know, they're just humans. And that's how I see them. You know, they're just people that have such a high ego that needs to be checked. Jeez, man. They're just humans. People that have a high ego that need to be checked because they put more in their football program. All right, bud. I just like, I just think that's, that's so silly. The, much like Oklahoma, they get all the nice stuff. Yeah, Oklahoma put 50 on you, you idiot. Like, I, I leave. I don't want to go full-blown Will Smith for the second Will Smith reference in as many segments, um, but keep Oklahoma out your mouth, man. Jeez. Yeah, you got they, you they, got destroyed by him earlier this year. Come on. Yeah, and if and if you want to say, oh, man, just like Oklahoma, well, cool, then Texas is going to put 50 on you too, and you're going to sit there and go, whoa, man, I wonder, it must be those egos or yeah. something. Like, I just don't get why you do stuff like this. Like, it, feel, it feels like, you know, early in the season, remember when, Every coach had something to say about Deion Sanders, and it just kept on being brought up and brought up and brought up. Like, why are we still giving bulletin board material in 2023? I don't know, but it makes me feel less confident about Iowa State pulling off the upset on Saturday. And maybe it shouldn't, but it's like, Iowa State, like, stay in your lane a little bit here, right? Like, you're the underdog. You know what you're about. You know you know the program that you have. Like, Iowa State isn't the loud, trash-talking type. That's not really what they've been under Matt Campbell. They're more of like the quiet, confident, we have our way to go about things, and it's good enough to beat teams like Texas. Like I, I, I don't know. I just um, It made me feel a little less confident about Iowa State's chances this week. That's not wait, what they're about. Wait, I just thought of something, Tyler. So do you remember when those Iowa State players got busted for betting on Texas to beat them? Oh, yes. And, and they actually beat Texas? What if this is him? Maybe he, maybe he bet on Texas. 
maybe he bet on Texas, and he's trying to get him fired up because he lost money on the last time he bet on them to lose to Texas. What do you, do you think maybe that's the case? The holidays are getting close, man. Everyone needs extra cash this time of the Christmas year. Christmas presents don't buy themselves. So I, I think it's a possibility. Yeah, just just weird. Chase and OC, the Iowa State O-lineman sounds like O'Doul's beer. What's the point? <laughs> Greg from Lawton says, bitter much? 918, that kid sounded just like every Oklahoma State person I have talked to, including family. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I, They've got all those five stars and their full trophy cases and their really good coaches and players and culture and, and, and all that success. They've got all that stuff. Gross. Like, what are we doing here? I, I much prefer the version of Iowa State where their head coach is trying to fight fans after losses. That is Iowa State yes. football, all right? Yes, that's yes. Iowa State. This right here, this this trash talk, that's not Iowa State football. And that kid, like, Texas has got a pretty good interior defensive lineman. They've got some big dudes. Like, not, not smart if you're going to be undersized in this game. You might get thrown around a little bit. And everyone's going to be watching if he does get thrown around on Saturday. And we'll all be seeing it on social media Saturday night. I just, I don't know, not not a fan of it. It's just, it's just silly. It's just silly. But, hey, makes for a good soundbite. And Tyler, us, the Ref Army, Sooner Nation, everybody, we're just, we're just hoping he can back it up, man. You better back it up or else. I'm going to yeah, be really pissed at Iowa State on Monday, especially if they lose because they ran the ball for 13 yards. I'm going to single-handedly blame this kid. you be my least favorite player in the sport if that happens. If they lose the game because they run for less than 25 yards. Right. We didn't know who this guy was before today, but all of a sudden he's our least favorite college football player. <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah, uh, you need Texas to lose to Iowa State. That's uh, that's what you need. And, and I believe if Texas loses to Iowa State, OU wins out, Kansas State uh, wins out. Like, Texas could drop from the leader in the conference to not even making the championship game if they'd lose this one. So a lot, lot of the line for those guys. Let's just hope they lose. Yeah, yeah. It's it would make it would make that TCU environment so electric, Tyler. I mean, I know really it's would. a Friday morning. I know it's 11 a.m. I know it's the day after a holiday. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But your last home game of the year, your last home game in the Big 12, your last time playing TCU for a long time, and you have a win in your end situation into the, into a rematch possibly with Oklahoma State. Boy, oh boy. Would that be a time? Well, we said it last week. It's golly, man. If this if this fan base can just get a win and one of the scenarios you need to happen happens, just like, I don't know, Kansas losing to Texas Tech at home, oh, man, everyone would come back with a different attitude. Well, that happened this week, and now you're saying it. We're saying it again on this Wednesday. You're right, man. If you can just get one more scenario to happen, Texas to lose to Iowa State and you win, Friday morning at 11 a.m. the day after Thanksgiving will be um, it, it. It'll be crunk there inside uh, uh, on Owen Field. Let's mm. let, let's just hope that we can send the good vibes for the second consecutive week and will it to happen. Yeah, everybody waking up with bloody marys and leftover turkey sandwiches. It'll oh. be a different 11 a.m. feel for the TCU game than it will the BYU game. That that much that much will be true. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> Very, uh, very, very much different. We keep getting this text, and I thought that we answered it earlier in the show, but basically asking if OU goes 2-0 and down the stretch, if Dylan Gabriel would get a New York invite if he wins out and, go, and goes 10-2. and um, 
with a Big 12 championship, potentially, but that's really only the only way I see Dylan Gabriel making it to New York. He, he's got to light up the stat sheet these last two games and then do it again in a Big 12 championship. Otherwise, I just I don't see that possibility happening. And, and, you know, I'll take it a step further, Tyler. I think it has to be light up the scoreboard in a Big 12 championship game against Texas. Yeah, I think that's probably be- right. Because it's got to be a Heisman moment, right? I'm not sure the committee or the media, you know, a lot of that's the same people, the voters, will say, oh, well, he did this to Oklahoma State. It just doesn't have that same cachet that the media thinks. Yeah, agree. All right, 405-651-3439. We'll get to your text. Final segment of the day is next right here on The Ref. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Hi, everyone. Dylan Gabriel here, asking for your support. There are a lot of kids who would love to join a team and play the sport they love, but circumstances get in the way. Opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Well, it's a great opportunity. I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, they're, they're ranked. Um, they're they're, they're uh, in the hunt for the conference championship. They're in our home stadium, so there's a lot to play for. We have one game away, one win away from uh, extending the season, getting to a bowl game. So there's a lot to to play for, you know. And, and uh, I'm excited because I know that the things that, that we could we could play way better, and um, I'm looking forward to getting that done. That, that's the and there's a lot of lot of factors that go into it, um, but one of it is that our guys aren't quitting and our guys love what they're doing here and they just we got to build on that we we do have to minimize the mistakes i think you can fight back from mistakes we've shown that that you can fight back from mistakes i mean we're down by 14 twice against arkansas fought back and won again but it takes everybody doing doing everything right from even overcoming adversity you just but you can't just keep spotting teams um points by by the mistakes BYU head coach Kalani Sataki. His team was five and two. They've been outscored one seventeen to twenty six their last three games. Now they're five and five, and got to beat Oklahoma at home or win at Oklahoma State and Stillwater to uh, get that sixth win and make a bowl game. They're a twenty four and a half point underdog this week, so gonna be gonna be tough for uh, for BYU uh, at home for their uh, senior day. Uh, what do we got on tonight, college football wise? Central Michigan at Ohio. Buffalo at Miami of Ohio. November always welcomes in uh, Maction on Tuesday and Wednesday night. That's what we got again, pal. Two games starting at 6 p.m. I think starting next year, they'll probably have Big 12 games on Wednesdays Uh, and Thursdays. Thursday and Friday, yeah, for sure. Maybe Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah, gross. Can't wait to see how they change the uh, Big 12 championship scenarios next year. That'll be an exciting thing to watch. Well, we'll be gone, so it won't matter. Yeah, I know, but they'll still change it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, we forgot about that. We were too busy booking Nelly. 
We were on the phone with Nelly's people. We got distracted because how can you not? He's such a star, such a relevant star, um, that we totally forgot to reread and uh, proofread the uh, the playoff rules or the uh, tiebreaker rules. Should Weird. Let, should have let Nelly come up with a tiebreaker scenario. You know, maybe he did the first time around. Maybe that was in the contract that he got to come up with the tiebreaker scenario. They just changed I had to it incentivize today. him somehow. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, for a. Uh, 11 a.m. kickoff in the Big 12 championship game. Go go figure, right? Yeah, that's uh, that that'll be happening uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. What's the next big job open uh, opening in college football? We uh, we ran down that UCLA likely to be open uh, after this weekend. Looks like they're going to fire Chip Kelly. I really ask that to ask this. It feels like Florida's going to go five and seven. They're five and five right now. They're going to they're at Missouri and then they get Florida State. Is Florida going to fire Billy Napier after a 5-7 and seven season, or is he going to get a year three? Well, I've got a good buddy um, that uh, is a Florida fan, and he messaged me a little bit earlier, and he said, more decommitments are coming. And uh, it made me go back to a Hayes Fawcett tweet that I uh, bookmarked way back in uh, June, and it was in two days that they got seven commitments, Tyler. Now, those seven commitments were like, four four stars and three three stars well they were the number two class in the 2024 team rankings at the time of that tweet tyler five of those kids may not sign with the gators i believe four of them have already decommitted so one this week Texas four-star corner yeah and then another one today just flipped to georgia so i mean it's that's the thing it's it's a cautionary tale, right, getting excited about recruiting rankings in the summer. We say it every year. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, there is no better example than the Florida Gators because they were number two, number two in the country. Yeah. And uh, a little uh, class calculator says they might drop all the way to 11th in the next week or two. So yeah, Rivals has that, them at 12 right now, so, geez, even out of the oh, top they're 10. They're going to keep dropping, and that will move OU up in the uh, composite. So uh, Florida's, uh, you know, Florida's – incompetence uh, helps OU out. But, yeah, I mean, he was really hanging his hat on a hot start, you know, on the recruiting trail and trying to hold that class together. And when you lose like they've been losing, and I, I just I don't think Sunbelt Billy's going to stick around very long. No, and that's that's the one thing that at times can keep you from getting a year three or, or not because he had a losing record last year, six and seven, probably going to be five and seven this year unless they can find an upset. Uh, against a top ten team, good luck with that. But a number two recruiting class could have saved him. But if that recruiting class is coming apart and it it, it is, then that might be enough for Florida to say, "All right, this isn't working. Let's let's go elsewhere." And and I don't know where they would go. Maybe they just try to be like everyone and say, "Dan Lanning, we'll try that." But Dan Lanning's not leaving Oregon. <laughs> no, no. I, I think as he said, he's got the resources. They're they're competing i mean he has no reason to leave oregon right now i mean it could be a situation that he goes and takes an interview to squeeze some more money out of out of uncle phil but i don't think i don't think he's going anywhere but has has sam Pittman been officially fired yet sounds like he might get fired after the missouri game uh we which i think they play on black friday too lots of sec openings people are worried about breaking in a first year uh five-star quarterback uh, in there well you got you got a bunch of sec teams gonna be breaking in a new head coach four new coaches in the league next year for sure (laughs) 
Hey, appreciate Andy B's as always for having Travis out on Wednesdays. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on The Ref. We're the Homeless Sooner fans. Yeah. Closing time.